Hey guys, how's it going? Uh, we're here at the Thought Exchange. We got Steve Van Deest. Yo. Steve, say what up. What up? Hey, we got, uh, I'm Cameron Barkey. We got uh, BGK. Hey. And we got Kripal in the house this afternoon or this yellow, evening. Hello, hello. Yeah, so. Uh, Happy to be here, man. Yeah, Kripal and BG on the Thought Exchange. Never hey. thought this one was going to happen. So, uh, You've been friends for 10 years and you never thought... Yeah, <laughs> I just... I don't know. You just you hit, this, you hit this level of success now and I'm just kind of... You forgot <laughs> about the little people here, Kripal. So I don't know what's going on with you. That sounds made up, man. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know what you're fake talking news. about. Yeah, fake, fake news. Yeah, that's fake news. <laughs> All right. So uh, we're going to start this episode off. And uh, if you can just give us a little introduction about yourself, I'd say. And then uh, we're just going to go from there. Have a nice candid conversation of uh, the going-ons of uh, Kripal's life. Uh, I'm Kripal. Yeah. I'm a musician from Edmonton. Make rap music. Yeah. Produce rap music as well. And that's about as much as it is. I'm, I'm the best rapper out here. Man. You're the best rapper out here, eh? You see that top 50 list that came out? Yeah, I was on it, man. I yeah, know, 36 or some shit? Or yeah, whatever. I was the only guy from Edmonton on that. Oh, I figured sh- it out. I no, guess. The, the list or whatever. That's just whatever. But, like, no, I don't. that's just the cocky, pretentious rapper attitude. But, yeah. Yeah, you I'm have to be. Musician from here, man. I just. Just try to do as much as I can, get the music out yeah. to as many people as possible. How long you been doing? Goal. How long you been doing this for? Like ten years. It's been ten years, hey. At least, no, probably longer now. What? Longer than ten years. Like probably like thirteen, fourteen now. Yeah, I know it's crazy. Uh, I did my first ever show the same day you did your first ever show. I know so that was when nuts. was that? Two thousand seven. Two thousand. I had the flyer at my house. I know I do too. Yeah, it was two thousand seven October. Boy dollars. Twelve yeah, years. So twelve ago. years. That was twelve years ago already. Wow. Yeah. Fifteen years old. So, first performance. Yeah. so probably good like ten years. Like actually trying to like make a like a career out of, out of it. Yeah, that was crazy. Yeah. So for the the listeners at home and everyone listening here, uh, yeah, me and Kripal, we made music together a long time ago and for a, quite a while as well. Um, I kind of stepped away for a couple years. I went traveling and uh, did a bunch of stuff like that. Opened some businesses and. Yeah. Uh, Music took a touch of a backseat, to be totally honest. But uh, I've known I've known Kripal here for yeah, it's, it's going on a long ass time. Yeah, I remember that first show. That was uh, you just came beatboxed. Yeah, I came and I came and beatboxed. Yeah, that was wild. <laughs> boy um, dollars with, yeah, with boy dollars, man. That was crazy. Doing your beatboxing so funny. I remember. I still remember that that great cup game or whatever. You just took the microphone at uh, where were we at Privé? Yeah, and it was like the after party of Prevair. I mean, you just grab the mic and you're walking around the whole whole. Or, oh. Yeah, I was just like boxing. Yeah. <laughs> what is he doing? Yeah. <laughs> trying to get the trying to get that bass. Yeah, not many people can make that sound. So I'm just, <laughs> yo, it's hard. Uh, do it right now. Not no, right. I, I can't. Get a little beatbox, man. I, I just, you don't forget how to do it. No, no, no. I forget how to do it. Yeah. So riding a bike. Plus, oh. it's, it's I can't do oh. it. No, it'll just make a weird noise. <laughs> it'll probably blow the mic out. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> Anyways, uh, BGK, what's your what's your role in this entire thing? Hey, um, well, right now, as right now, I'm uh, managing him. I'm uh, music producing. Um, took a, a step back from rapping. Just wasn't for me, you know. Started a few businesses and similar story to you, I guess. So let's let's hear the uh, why wasn't it for you? Let's go down that avenue a little bit. What's oh. his trash? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yo, who did you do that? Biggie's actually a really good. I know he's nice. He's smooth. Yeah, I know. Everyone wants me to keep rapping. That's the thing. But I just I have no passion for it. Like 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 he does. Like he honestly. Biggie likes money, bro. Yeah, I don't want money I mean, in rap. Really, start. No. You gotta like really put in a lot of time and money before you start to see it. So that's very. He's true. Like I could do this and waste money, or I could do this and make money. I, I understand. But it. you're still staying yeah. Uh, involved. Yeah, just making music as much as I can and staying, you know, close to Kripal, making music with him and produ- er, managing him too. Now, kind of taking on that role, learning about that, the real in-depth, like about the industry. Do you have any? Just sorry, do you have any? Uh, do you have any mentorship, or are you learning this? Uh, music management's a whole other. Steve knows a little bit about it, I think, as Don't. far as like being in the industry. But you're on this side of the camera. But music management's like, what's the? Uh, do you have any, yeah mentorship or are you Donald any Passman? Books? I was just gonna say Donald S. Passman, Donald bro. Passman. Yeah, let's uh, let's elaborate on him. What's he doing, or what's he, that? Uh, uh, he he's a dude that wrote the book on like the Bible of the music industry. I guess you could much, say. Yeah. And uh, it has everything that you, from royalties, uh, mechan- like for everything that you need to know about the, uh, the music business. Like the back end of it. He yeah, makes so updated what? versions every year. Too, yeah, because well, everything changes. The, yes, the music yeah. industry changes, yeah. So. so does it talk about contracts? Of course. Yeah, everything. Yeah. Yeah. Like literally yeah. top to bottom break down everything. everything in the music industry. Yeah, you guys, uh, you, you've obviously read it. I'm, I'm, you're going through it. You know, it, right now. it's content heavy, so you have to like. I'm reading in sections, so like, if I if I have to refer to something, I can open up and just go through it real quick and and learn about it. Like, you know, ah, but, it's kind of like mean, a law book almost. Yeah, you know, it's, it's got an index, and you're like, yeah, hey, what's yeah, going on with this little section? Some, you know, it's right. almost like a so, school I mean, project. Book, book, you study pretty much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I keep it. I keep it with me. So, yeah, you got it right now. Uh it's, it's probably, in the car. It's in the whip. Yeah, yeah. Hey, that's pretty sick. Yeah. What, so, so you, what, what was that first music video you did? Who did you do that with? I for no, it was oh, dope. Crooked, it was crooked an, eye. Yeah, that was crooked. Yeah. yeah, how did how did that all come about? I've always wondered about that because I saw a video pop up and I was like, "Who's this guy doing a track <laughs> with King Crooked?" I was like, "How did this happen?" <laughs> King Crooked. Uh, crooked eye. Yeah, he's dope. I guess so I want to shout him out because there's this producer in Edmonton who hooked me up with the feature. We keep We're on. not going to shout him out? I, I didn't no. even meet home. I didn't he hustled him. Oh. Yeah, I got hustled. I got oh, hustled. Oh, jeez. Oh, so we can't really talk about it, but we can, but not saying. I mean, like, I'll tell you. I can he talk about them. it because oh. I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want these kids to make the same mistake yo, as I, I did. Geez, That's why I I'll openly talk yeah. about oh, it. Man, but you're gonna, I, yeah, yeah. real story. It is a learning curve for sure. Like, so you, you want to know why I quit rap? Make sure you because I made the right a, people in the corner. Man. Yeah, like I made bad mistakes like that. Like I paid fifteen hundred dollars for a forty-five dollar video. I paid. The video was the video wasn't good. Like I should have shot it on my iPhone. Okay. You shot it on your phone? I should have. Oh, yeah. That's how bad it was. It wasn't terrible. It was terrible. If, it was a fi- it was, I mean, it was 1500 I was more looking at the content, like listening to it. I was like, yo, this okay, is nice. Yeah, but like enough. the fair videos. Uh, bro, even Crooked gave like a throwaway verse. Bro, right? if I, that was, okay, so this is the yeah. second verse I recorded. And I, in my opinion, and I think in other people's opinion, I body the legend. You didn't body him, but you I did body the him. legend real quick. You didn't body him, he did not come. He like Gave literally hard body, yeah, eh? bro. I body yeah, hard body truth. Yeah, I guess <laughs> that's why I feel. If I see crooked, I said fucking ironic, huh? Coming from nothing. That's a fire bar. I like it. He remembers. Who said that? Crooked did. Yeah. What's the bar? Some of a coming. From oh nothing. yeah, now he does. Coming know. from nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Jeez. Fucking ironic. Fucking ironic. 
Oh yeah, that's yeah, dope. He, actually, yeah. that's what I mean. Yeah, he came. I mean, he, yeah, you know, but it is what it is. I I made a lot of mistakes, a lot of crucial mistakes. Early, so what was the mistake? as everybody does, as everybody does. So, so, so the so one of the mistakes you said was was the video content wasn't there, right? So the production on the video wasn't who, there. who made, just doing your reference, just your reference checking. Like yeah. if if I had uh, if I had met Sonic. If I had met uh, any yeah, any other, yeah, that. like uh, any. Well, if dude, I, it's it's hard in this industry though. Like like right. even even for me, like like I'm in the fucking industry and I can't find good good video people. Yeah. <laughs> you know that I'm less like no. And I like there's people that I know that are camera operators, and you know, and there's people that are like you know that are really really good at what they do, but then they they charge like they don't want to do projects because they're making. They're making shitloads of money on the uh, on the corporate side or on the film side or doing all that other shit. So why are they going to come out and just do these projects, right? So oh. it's hard to find some some people who are really good. I found a couple gems here and there that are really passionate, yeah. but like they're really hard to find. Edmonton's a a, a place that's a very tight knit hip hop community, and there's only I don't want to say a select few, but I could name there off the top of I could yeah, name the top sure. of people like off my head who are like. Trust, 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 trust. Does good work. Fuck them. Does good work. Yeah, like, 100%. like, you know what I'm saying? There's like, there's dudes who put out good. And we're a big city, work. but we're a small community, especially in the rap. Right? There's like, yeah. it's very. And we small. all, most of us know each other. Aside from like the, you know, you have generations younger than you that you usually don't always know everybody. But as exactly. time goes by, it ha- you start to learn and meet everybody and stuff like that. Yeah, but yeah. It's just like, basically, with his, it was just like the the entire, the entire process of it was just like he was paying too much for beats he paid too much for the feature he was getting charged too much for the recording time you were just like a money bank for everyone well, he was just new oh, he, was just completely he was just new, new and he didn't know and uh, they took seen him as the easy target and just took advantage of him right that's and that's me. like yeah. it's kind of the, like it's it was bad because i i felt like i had i had a bunch of people saying like bro you have skill like you have you're actually good so do things you know like so i'm thinking okay let's do the most uh what can we do oh a feature let's just do a feature and blow up like you don't you don't think about like okay let's we need marketing money we need a plan we need a like you don't think that's about one of the, some of the biggest things that i noticed when a lot of these hip-hop guys like come to me and they say okay i made this made the song i want to make a video okay what do you want to make in the video this and that and i'm just okay. okay once i put the video where do people go buy the beat i don't know just say, what the fuck are you spending yeah. money on the marketing material if you can't even have, you don't even have a place to purchase the actual... People spend $1,000 an hour for a video and not put a dollar into the marketing of it. Yeah, it makes zero yeah. sense. Right. I, don't, I, don't, I don't understand that. That's part of the reason why I haven't released a lot of stuff is because I have uh, I got a lot of background in like uh, digital marketing and marketing online and yeah. stuff like that. But I, uh, I, I've invested a, a decent amount of money uh, Gaining that knowledge base and that thing's a, a, a it's constantly changing and evolving. Yeah, and I have a whole prospectus for my my stripes. I call it Project Stripes. Like whenever when that thing drops, it'll be a nice project. But that like that took me months and months of planning. And I'm just I'm sitting on this is just me speaking personally. I'm sitting on two albums right now. One's with Weasel, and then another one's uh, one that's just offshoots a bunch of stuff. There's a whole plan plan behind it, but you have to. Now you got to put the time to put the plan time into execution. Time is the biggest thing to get, man. Time is the biggest thing to get, right? right? And that's like what separates. All, it definitely what separates like a lot of artists, serious artists, from not serious artists. Hundred percent. It's like the dedication of the time and just willing to take the sacrifices of living a shitty ass fucking life. Yeah. In order to maintain 
some kind of sustainability in a music career. Yeah. There's yeah, and there's two levels to the thing too. Like I think he goes a little too far to one extreme where he's trying to like make everything perfect before you launch it. And then there's people yeah. who just launch shit, throw shit at the wall and don't have any plan. You kind of have to be somewhere in the middle. Absolutely. Where you're like you're constantly working and hustling because like you, the, the, being in the music industry, the big thing is building your fan base and selling it, doing shows, uh, building up your, you know, relationships with people, letting people, and constantly releasing new shit because people, music, music dies. People's attention spans. They're so short. They die so short. Like how, how long? Look at uh, Despacito, for instance, right? That shit came out. It was huge for a year and done. And went all over the world, but but a year, one year. Is, a year is still years long. Huge. That's a years long, long time, time to run a music. Yeah. If you, right? When you but think the, about it, if you only made one song and that lasted your career for a whole year, that's insane, bro. That is hard to do. Yeah, that's a, the, but that's what I'm saying. But it's only yeah. one year. But like, you at the end of the year, you gotta have another song. You it's can't true. just it's not true. have another song. Your music career is in one year. You yeah. can go twenty, thirty. You can't, and you have to put out like you have to put out like probably you know ten, fifteen songs just to get that one or two that just launch off, right? It's really yeah. true. So. Like that's that's the thing you got to do it consistently. Like how many albums does Eminem put out? You know, he puts out an album almost every couple of years. Yeah, he doesn't need to. I wish he stopped in two thousand and three. <laughs> I'm not hating on him. I'm just like You're I wish he stopped on. after he hit the first album. I don't think I'm his new music is as good as his old music. I think he has one shit album. Which one's that? Which re- one? Relapse. Oh, relapse. The one he just put out before Kamikaze. Kamikaze. No, which one was that one? I don't even Some know the shady name. LP2? The LP2? No, no. He did Marshall Mathers LP2, and then he did... What did he just put out? The one, the stupid... Uh, that one with uh, Lil Encore, Wayne. No, no bro. It was the super... It was the one that had... Um, Recovery. I walk on water. Oh, is this Beyonce? Even he talks about it a lot. Revival. Revival, yeah. Oh, revival, that? yeah. That was trash. That's trash. Oh, and that's where Joe Budden went off on him. Joe yeah, Budden that was like... trash. Yeah, Joe Budden said it was trash, and then M hated... Yeah, that's a whole crazy story too. But whatever, like he he's, he's, he's time, allowed bro, he's to drop still, a one trash album. I still not? feel like he's one of the best writers to ever exist. Of course. The yeah, thing I'm is, not the thing is here. Him. Here's my theory on Eminem, yeah, and why wild. a lot of people. I understand why a lot of people don't like him because it's too much to take in for the average listener. It is way too much to take in. It is like to it's try to break smart. down everything you say, and it's just like, and that's the thing. When you're a rapper like that, when you're a technical rapper that focuses on stuff like multis and rhyme patterns and punchlines, the only way you can go up is just put more. It's to just do it more. Just cram more so into like it, now yeah. at this point, twenty years later, he's just rapping as fast as he can, cramming as much shit into it, and it's just like for the average listener, it's way too much to digest. You're like, what are you doing? So then he tries, <laughs> then he tries to counteract do? it with doing mainstream poppy style production and and features on his do Ed Sheeran and real fucked, and stuff like yeah. that, and it's just like. You don't know where to go. You're like that's what I thought with that album. I'm like, why? Why do you, you have, nailed it? Why do you have Ed Sheeran instrumentals over hard Eminem verses? Like this, just the, I just don't understand it. So I think there's a huge disconnect with his fans from that because like they just and then the general public, it's too much for them. It's to too take much in as for well. them, dude. You nailed it. I listened to a new Eminem thing. And I'm like, dude, this is like the type of music he used to make fun of. But then oh, it's like yeah. a hard verse, and I'm like, "What the fuck is this?" That's guy what I mean. Doing? He's still writing. Like, wait, yeah, as a rapper, like it's you're like, dirty. It's like, you know it's insane when you break it down. You know what? If you look at it like on a, on like a, it almost seems like you probably may have sold out for that album. Where like where like you relapse, you ran out of money, you're this. No, he never ran out of money. You know what it was? He didn't. He, who is he? Sound like what? His label has, hasn't done anything. 
in a while. His yeah. what? Shady aftermath. Shady has not done. Well, he's anything. been signing he's been people. He's been signing people, but he's, he's got it. yeah. That's probably his biggest Yellow artist. Wolf, that one song you did was awesome, man. Yo, Yellow Wolf didn't flop, but here's the thing. Oh. It's the same pattern no, with every, everybody yeah, that Eminem signs. And he finally broke the pattern right now. Is I feel like when he signs somebody, he tries to get them to make a commercial album. You have a label behind the sound on that first, like Yellow's first album, Slaughterhouse's first album. A lot of these people's first albums are very, like, not what they would choose to do had they have creative control of their product. You know, like Yellow's radio, Yellow's radio active album is not a proper representation. No, of he's Yellow trunk music. Artist. Yeah, he's trunk, and he's love Don't story. Go no, pop he's the love story, bro. You. Have you listened to Love Story? No. By far his best album. It's his favorite. Like even spending like a week with him and talking to him, like bro, yeah. he loves that album. And he even broke it down to me. It was just like. I had an album that they had control of and it flopped. So they gave me creative control of my second album and it was a success. Yeah. And it's like, I think he's finally starting to realize because have you ever listened to Boogie? Not A Boogie with the hoodie, but just Boogie? Yeah. His album that just came out on Shady is incredible. Yeah. In fucking incredible. And you can tell that that's exactly what he wanted to do. So I feel like Eminem is just starting to let these artists do what they want now. As opposed to, I feel like that's why a lot of his artist albums didn't have success because he was trying to make some fucking poppy bubblegum type hits, trying to get huge rain, uh, mainstream success when he wasn't focusing on this giant underground market where you could still make enough money and be successful with it, but it's just not, it's not, it's not Rihanna money or it's not, yeah, it's, yeah. That's, uh, that's crazy because you would think there's two sides to Eminem, I think. There, the one is you'd think that he would just allow the guy to go off and be like, yo, like, I just say whatever the fuck I want. You can do the same. But another thing, I think Dr. Dre, when he took Eminem in, he was like, yo, that, that, Dr. Or Eminem's old stuff was also very calculated. Yeah. Because Dre saw it and was like, yo, this is a crazy white guy. Um, and let's... Cause well, he came out the perfect time. It was the perfect was, timing, too. The like, whole thing was like perfect timing. They, but, knew what, they knew what their perception was going to be. But well, they knew it was how, a risk, they, man. Uh, for sure. It, it was, was a huge risk. But as soon as they seen the slightest bit of success... For sure. As soon as they put the slightest bit of success, bro, he went... like he They knew. went all in. It's yeah. like, as soon as then, My Name sure. Is came out, bro... My Name Is, that one... And is, even before yeah. that, actually, like I see, you, you see footage of him like when he first got signed before he had any music out on Aftermath or anything. He just had the, um, the Slim Shady EP. EP, yeah. yeah. He was still like, what was he, 25 at the time? Yeah, he yeah. did that right after Infinite. Yeah, yeah, Slim Shady EP. And that had like, uh, I just don't give a fuck. It had a couple yeah. songs that ended up being on the Slim Shady LP. Yeah, yeah. But back then when he first got signed, he, he had a decent buzz. Like, there's videos of him rocking like Boston. Small little like, fucking 500, 500 people. people like, yeah. Which is still decent, especially back in the day when you have no social media or anything. Like, to draw 500 people just yeah, off like. Especially like, as a random white guy. on the radio yeah. stations. No? He wasn't, sure. you know, so. Yeah, no, that was a that was a whole different time. Yeah, but yeah, it's just it's weird to think that Eminem wouldn't allow his guys to have creative control. But at the same point, I don't think it's just him. Gotta understand, he's not running a label by himself. First off, Paul Rosenberg's involved in everything he does. Yeah, yeah. And then you have a label team. Like when you have a label that big, like, yeah, it's not just M's. M doesn't have the final say, and there's a whole team of well, people. Well, he probably has the final going. say, but he probably takes everybody's. You know, like him and Paul probably had the final say in everything. Yeah, but I bet you he takes everybody's. Or just show up when you get the fucking... What the fuck is this? I can't yes. play this shit. What is wrong with I you? I can't that. sell this shit. I can't, I can't sell this shit. Sell this shit. Have you ever had... Uh, what did you say? Violet, Violet Brown. <laughs> Violet Brown told me to go fuck <laughs> myself. Yeah. Tower Records told me to shove this up my ass. Do you know what it's like to have a, be told to have a record shoved up your ass? Yeah. I miss, I miss those skits so much. Yeah, I miss so skits good. in general. Where'd skits go? Remember Ludacris' skits? 
bro. He had Ludacris had the best. Oh, uh, what is that? <laughs> he had the on his best newest skit. album. He had one about <laughs> the uh, Viagra, Viagra skit, bro. Oh, I've never like, heard it. But are you oh, serious? The art God. of the skit is gone. Did, did, oh, it's did like some guy that? calls nine one one, and he's like, <laughs> "My dick won't go down." <laughs> He's like, I took a bunch of these. And then, like, the operator lady's like, hold on, sir. Help is on the way. Oh, and then, like, he just fast forwards, like, two minutes into the skit. And this lady's, like, out front of his house. She just walks in. What a drink set. You know, uh, Ludacris has the best content oh, for skits. Remember when his, this was white people singing his songs? Remember, remember those ones? Oh, and they were God. just, like, all offbeat yeah. and out of timing and shit. Like, oh, oh. oh, those were so good, man. The royal penis is clean, your highness. That was Snoop. Which one? Royal yeah, that was, that was Snoop. Uh, Snoop and R. Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, that's that I shit. told you you were going to talk about R. Kelly somehow today. You did say that. I knew you were going to Yeah, what happened, what happened to R. Kelly? Speaking of him, what's he, what's he saying right now? He's, he's, he's in jail. Done. He can't he's get out. He's, he's in jail. He, he can't he's get out. He's charged with new shit. <laughs> no, it's too funny. He's, he's going to be gone done. for the rest of the life, and rightfully so, man. Fuck that goof. What's he doing? He's like that. I don't know how he's been free for so long. Didn't he piss on a girl like oh, yeah. 10 years ago? It was Dave Chappelle, he's remember? Than that, yeah. <laughs> the Dave Chappelle skit. Oh my god, <laughs> the Chappelle show? That's yeah, a- nah, <laughs> let me piss on you. Oh, oh man. Oh, man. Uh, dude, uh, the, the, the PC culture is like kind of like, you can't do stuff like that now. No. Like, I don't think that shit no. would fly anymore. Like, or you, like you doing you those skits? Up. Yeah, those skits yeah. and everything. Or imagine, if, if like, that video resurfaced right now. <laughs> White America would be in an what hour. Was, what, was the, what was the thing he was, he was saying in that skit? He goes, he goes uh, <coughs> I think you're old enough to know whether you want to be peed on or not. <laughs> <laughs> Girl, you're 13. <laughs> you know. Like, what did he say? That's what Dave Chappelle said. Oh, God. Yeah, no, no, no. It wasn't actually R. Kelly. Oh, Dave Chappelle God. was just going in on people, man, back oh, in the day. Oh, my God. Oh, those freaking Chappelle oh shows were God. so good. They were all true, though. Like, you can't. That's why they were so funny, because he was just like, he was doing the truth, man. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Well, you know what? This is uh, not, a, not a weird turn, but uh, this is speaking of... Well, okay, I, an article. What are you about to get at, man? I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. Tar- I'm not going down there. I'm going down. Uh, I saw an article in this whole thing. There was a whole massive thread of everyone was mad, and they were talking about uh, uh, these celebrities are uh, grooming these girls at younger ages. Yeah. Have you heard about that yeah, stuff? Yeah, yeah. Bro, this has been going on for, for years. like eighty years. Yeah, no, but now it's like Elvis really- Presley, bro. Yeah, what what yeah. Uh, what's like Elvis Presley had Priscilla when she like was dating Priscilla when she was like thirteen. These guys been grooming these young ass <laughs> girls. <laughs> That's a Celine Dion match. She was she she married her manager. She was twelve when she's been, she's working with that guy. This is literally is this has literally been like one of the most uh, common things in the music and he probably even the film industry. Forever. I've never I've never my head's been in the sand. I just I just read the whole thing. I was like, holy shit, what the fuck? Because it was going off on Drake and they're saying Drake's got this girl who is like yeah. I don't know if they were doing anything, but he was saying I miss you and a bunch of weird text messages yeah. came to the surface and I, I was like, Why are you talking to a thirteen year old like that? I was like, This is real weird, like yeah, just well, kind of on, on the other side of things, it's like the programming is not all fucked up. Majority of the girls right now, you're dealing with like someone's old programming and they're dealing with their fucked up program. So when you're dating someone who's 25, 26, you're dealing with fucking the five or six other guys who put shit programs inside them. Yeah. What do you mean? Into well, the... like they did some shit to fuck them up, got them all pissed off. Now they got this weird programming At in their 13? brain. At 13? They shouldn't even no, be No, like... no, no, no. I'm saying that like the older ages, at 25, 26, uh... 27, you're dealing with like 
another man's that program that issues. you have to yeah. fucking reprogram yeah. some of these girls. Oh, they're broken. They're broken. Yeah, yeah, the computer you know? program. Oh, they're broken. broken. Yeah, they're oh, broken. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that makes sense that. now. No, like, all, all, makes of, sense. all of a sudden, like, <laughs> like they, won't, they don't trust you because, like, every time you go hang out with the boys, she thinks that you're out cheating on her because the last guy she was with instilled that program in yeah. her. The last five guys she the was with. The last five guys she's with instilled yeah. that program, so now it's guaranteed. Right? Yeah, that's tough. That's so tough it's hard to bounce be, back from. It's hard to bounce back from. That's why you want to, like, maybe that's why they want to program someone and keep someone, like, not fucked up. But most likely these guys are fucking very true. <laughs> even worse, though. Yeah, I feel like, bad for those guys, bro. Yeah, do you think, okay, now this is, like, a weird little thing, but, like, do you think they're just trying to find someone who's not messed up and they're just like, okay, I can, like, I can, like, make sure this girl doesn't go through all these shitty relationships and then when I want to finally be with her, I can be with her. I'm not justifying this. I'm just, yeah. I'm trying to think like, it's what's probably the... a lot of things. Yeah, it's like... But I don't think you can do that though because the type, they're opposite generations. So like, you can try to mentor a 13-year-old, 14, 15, 16, 17. She's still going to go hang around with her 16, yeah. 17, 18-year-old friends and get fucked, like, and like, do whatever they're doing and, and whatever bad shit that they're going to get into. Yeah, I guess. Just, yeah, you can't groom. So you, yeah, you can't, you can't do that, you really. Can't no, do that. It's not, impossible. It's what do you have in common with the fucking 13 year You can't groom young girls? Is that what you're saying? Well, you can mentor them, but not in the sense that, like, it, you can get into that state where you're, like, all of a sudden... It's be hard like, to say, bro, like... When you're talking, when you're talking celebrities and shit, you t- you put a 13 year old girl in front of Drake, she's gonna do anything yeah. he fucking says. That's true. Also, and she'll go to hang out with her friends, but what, like she's not cheating on. He's him. And not cheating. But he like, can, like the mind state of that. She's so young and so ca- which is the, which is so captivated. Which is the problem with it in this other sense too, because there's that sense of power as well. It's that that you're you now have full control over that person. Too. Yeah, that's fucked. Yeah. That's like, fucked. A 13 year old too. That's you know, weird. Yeah. yeah, that's like so like yeah, that's the, that's you, disgusting. There's just yeah, it's, it's, it's really, can you really think about it. That's really this odd. fucked, man. Yeah, this that's world's so fucked up. So like so like you're going to be Jeffrey like Ep- Jeffrey Epstein, man, or whatever his name What is. happened to him? You brought it up. I didn't, man. He died. You brought it up earlier. Yeah, what but happened? not now. He died. Dude, that he had Pedo he Island, man. That was the spot. Like that's where they were. I at. know, but like, did wasn't they going to court? Like, wasn't they? He was on court? suicide. Yeah, watch. so like, I was telling him earlier. I'm not too like up on pop culture and stuff like that. I kind of just lock myself in my studio all the time. But like, I was listening to a Joe Rogan podcast and they were talking all about it. And he was saying like, yeah, like this guy was like tied to a bunch of uh, like pretty much a pedophilia ring in Hollywood like these huge important high up people like he was pretty much the gatekeeper to bring like a, an yeah, entire like he, bunch like of people down like he was down. like blackmailing everybody cuz he basically he had all had, these cameras he had cameras everywhere and he had people filmed and like they would go to these things and he had all of them. and he had this exactly he's a the crazy pedophile island like yeah it was like this old weird it almost looks like Castle. a mosque his house yeah, it's a like weird a, mosque you know, like uh, you ever blue been in, you ever been in like a house in Mexico like an Airbnb in Mexico or somewhere where they got like light blue tiles with like it looks the like that stuff, on the outside yeah. it's it's really weird like super weird he had a masseuse there <coughs> this lady masseuse but she was older and she didn't do anything to like stop the shit from happening and she knew what was going on where so was where his mansion she? she's she? probably she's probably just uh, like a fucking Philippine wherever no no she was a white girl well oh, where really? is she yeah. What do you mean? People like during this thing, like yeah. they offed chilling. off this guy. Where's she? Where's she not testifying? I don't know. She, I don't know. She's just she was the masseuse. Probably got know. paid off. Might have got paid off or something. Dude, the guy was a billionaire, and he was like, he was just blackmailing people into money. Like, like ah, <laughs> it's a like, Tuesday. That's, thing. Yeah, like, that's oh another my thing. God. He got the thing for was, free. Was yeah, he got that mansion for free. Seventy-seven million. Seventy million dollar mansion island for fucking free. Like they were like, where does this guy get all his shit? Like where is he accumulating this? He doesn't own a bunch of businesses. He doesn't like. 
Well, he's apparently a hedge fund manager for billionaires or something. Oh, but like, oh, apparently. that was his first. Was that ever... was that his cover though? Like, is that a thing where people? Yeah, were... hedge funds. Oh yeah, they give this guy the money because he's their hedge fund <laughs> yeah. guy. Yeah, that's what that's what the cover was. <laughs> that was the cover. No experience in managing money ever. But he's the hedge fund guy. <laughs> yeah. He owns the hedge fund. And everyone just gives him the hedge fund money. Yeah, yeah like just, I'm pretty sure he just had like the pedophile house where all the famous people would just go. And... Fuck, that's so... Didn't, like, didn't there's build... some weird shit happening in Hollywood, man. Like yeah, there's some weird demonic shit happening in Hollywood. Oh, it's uh, fucked. It's and it's bad. been happening forever. Ever. And that's why it's so common. And, and like that's why it's never going It's away getting cause... way more, way more profound now. Because like if you watch any of the shit that's on Netflix and stuff like that, you're like... Well, you motherfuckers are tapped in. Yeah. Like, the shit that's coming out of there, I'm like, you guys are really tapped into well, it. Well, and now, like, I bet you these guys are, like, finding all different type of new ways to exploit females and shit. Because the internet, like, you gotta be crafty to not get caught these days, I'm guessing. Like, Well, now even the tea, they, <laughs> I'm guessing. just come on the Me Too <laughs> movements and all this other stuff. <laughs> I'm just so it's, it's just getting weird out there. Weird and weird and weirder. Yeah, what? Okay, yeah, so that guy, he had his... Oh, uh, another funny little thing that I learned about that is that the uh, the Clintons, Bill Clinton said he was on the plane only four times, but then they pulled up they the manifesto it and like it was 80 like 80 times. times. <laughs> Bill Clinton's on this oh, plane. No. Yeah, he was like, I, yeah. I, I never had relations with that woman. I never had relations with that woman. <laughs> Miss Monica. No. Miss Lewinsky. Yeah, that's <laughs> it was like, you can't believe anything that guy says ever, man. Like, no. if this yeah, guy's... How do you believe this guy at all? Like you just get Billy, man. <laughs> How do you lie Billy? so well? Like he lies flawlessly. Like he should teach seminars. How um he which? How he should teach seminars on lying. Bill, Bill Clinton. That guy doesn't matter. You don't have to. He did well. It's meant to die. Yeah. Yeah. Three sixties meant to die. It just dies. <laughs> It's like a small little little robot. It's like, it's meant to be a teaser. Like it's just on for like yeah. you know fifteen twenty minutes, then it'll die off. <laughs> just give people. You bring that thing everywhere. Eh? Me no no just here. Every time I see you, you have that camera in my face. I do. Hey, no, it's a GoPro. Yeah, camera the GoPro. Barky. Yeah, Cameron. Yeah, camera Barky. Camera Barky. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah that's. Um, have, you, have you guys watched this new uh, this new episode, The Family? Like uh, where it talks about like. When you watch that, like... Is it on Netflix or something? No, Netflix. It talks about uh, this guy named Doug Coe. Okay. And uh, apparently, it's actually like, you're almost kind of looking at it going, shit, Doug Coe died. Doug Coe was like the, uh, he's like this re- religious guy who's basically keeping everyone in check. Like, he's been in the White House. He's been there for about 50, like, since Eisenhower. So he's, Holy he's shit. like the guy. Wow. He basically wow. connects all of the world leaders. All of the kings, all of the guys. He's the guy, but he doesn't talk politics. He literally just goes and he basically talks Jesus and all this stuff to make sure that everybody is on check yeah. and make sure that you know, like you That's know, crazy. everyone. He's the relationship guy. So he keeps and just everybody cool. Just and keeps everybody stuff. cool and everyone in check. So if there's bad shit going down, he's the one that shows up there with his things and does his little ministry and stuff. Just and, the and you're just hero, like, holy hey? smoke! But now he's gone. You're just like. We died? Uh, yeah. Why did he die? So now who's going to keep the peace? Who's going to keep the peace yeah. if that was the guy for and the long time? he's been forever, yeah. Like, so who's like, going to feel his... Has he just got a kid that's the same? Yeah, so it's interesting because the spin on the on on the, on the the Netflix has kind of got, like, a dual aspect to it, like, where this guy's, like, talking about, oh, one organization shouldn't have that much power and that much influence in the world. And, it's not, and I'm looking at it, I'm just like, that guy was keeping the peace. <laughs> like, that guy was there... Keeping the peace and making sure people don't kill each other, you well, know. So they're trying to like the documentary is like depicting him as like a bad person. The guy who wrote the family <coughs> is ousting them. 
So they're like in, they're like a secret organization. Yeah. They're like the uh, international Christian leadership thing. They're like a secret organization that they're and they have like a national prayer breakfast and they do all of this stuff. They hold these things crazy and they bring all these world leaders together and literally they just have like these prayer meetings and prayer breakfasts to make sure that everyone's like, hey guys, remember why we're here? Blah blah blah. It's not about you, kind of thing. Um, trying to like keep the peace with all the kings, mm -hmm. and uh, and he ousted that because there's with that organization obviously with any organization like that you have bad people in there can take advantage mm -hmm. of shit like there's there's, with that, much there's power that duality too, yeah. in all of it right there's yeah. good people and bad people but it's like just having the right good person in the right spot at the right time could save some shit from going Absolutely. down so like this guy Doug Coe apparently he was like everybody's like renounced Doug Coe Doug Coe I'm like who the fuck is Doug Coe <laughs> yeah. you know like how do I know never heard of him never, never heard, heard of like him like a bad conspiracy yeah. guy that and he's crazy. like he's like the guy he's like the guy that is the most influential man in the whole world that nobody knows about that's insane <laughs> I'm just like what hmm. how does everybody he's met he's been sat down with Gaddafi he sits down with all of the like all of them like all of the all of the that all of these leaders and he's like, the how guys. do you just sit down with people like that yeah. how, how do you look like Confidence, how bro. well yeah wow. he, well they had like because they had the senators so that's the thing where they were talking about is they were just like because they were they were so powerful in the in their in the amount of people that they knew yeah it's like it's like oh this guy is friends with bill clinton he's friends with this friends with that so you want to meet with him and he's got senators with him and all this stuff like that so they'll do these trips and go meet with them but they're not going on behalf of the united states but because they're from the united states and they're friends with all the united states these other countries take them in as if they're from the united states representing it so there's this fucking gray, well they're in a gray area they're in this oh, gray man. zone where yeah. they're just like they're, they're like in integrating the church and state together Jeez. where they're just like, wait a minute, you're not representing us. You're not supposed to represent us. Oh. What are you doing? You're not, you didn't tell anyone you were going there. We didn't know about I mean, it. He's, you know? he's like, I'm and not he trying to represent he's anybody. Like, hey, I'm not representing anybody. I'm fucking, I'm, on my own. I'm just on my own. I'm going down there. He's kind of like uh, uh, in the gray area with the WikiLeaks guy. How he was like in, where was he? Brazil or where was he? He was in the, the, the consulate. London. London. He's in no, London, but he's in Equ Ecuadorian consulate. Ecuadorian consulate. Do you remember that? No, man. The WikiLeaks. Oh, you out. don't know that? Not Ed, not Edward Snowden. What's the other? What was his name? Julian Assange. Julian Assange. Yeah. Yeah, Julian Assange and Edward Snowden. They did the WikiLeaks thing, right? And um, they Julian Assange ended up in how many years was he in this thing for? Long, Ten years, something like that. So this guy, he just dumped a whole bunch of information about. And, and Hillary Clinton was on there. All Clinton the and all those emails yeah, yeah, yeah. and stuff. The Clinton so, family. So he whistle blew. He did a whistleblowing, but it was like um, uh, he created treason against his own country. So wow. what happens is, is because he created treason against his own country, the Americans wanted to extradite him, and because he's from London. And so, being in London, he went into the Ecuadorian consulate, consulate where like he has diplomatic immunity from the states coming in and taking him. And so like nobody so could just, take him. So he just lived there. He lived in a room. He lived in a in room. Ecuador this, or London? In, in London. In London, but the Ecuadorian uh, embassy. Embassy. Oh. So Ecuador was just like, no, we're protecting this guy, and they protected the guy, which is this weird stuff. Like, so they wouldn't because it's like its own country, so they couldn't go into Ecuador and take him out yeah. until Ecuador said, "Fuck it, come get him." <laughs> 
Like, he's kind of messy. He, he was, I don't was know. Crazy. Yeah, that's what happened. He's, he wasn't like, like brushing. He's not taking his shower anymore. He's skateboarding throughout the embassy. Fuck it. We know you can have this. It was crazy. And the whole place was on like lockdown for like X amount of years. There was like just U.S. people. Just like army guys, just stationed out in front of every window, every door. They were just all standing there. So he like, couldn't go. So he couldn't leave. The second he left, he would have been arrested. Yeah. Oh, so he's only safe on that property? Yeah, like, on that room. <laughs> that's that Ecuadorian tax money? I don't know who was paying. Probably. Paying. Well, whatever. Because it's, 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 it's so If he was actually in Ecuador, he probably would have been fine. But because he was in London. They couldn't fly him out, right? Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So he's yeah. stuck. He was stuck in that. And that's... Because that's, technic- that's technically, no doubt you'd go fucking crazy, man. Because that's yeah, technically like a uh, uh, Ecuadorian. Well, they would it's just shoot the helicopter down at that yeah, point. Yeah, I guess. You have to sit in this to... fucking room in this government building for the rest of your for life. The rest of your life. And then I'm he's not like, leaving. not only that, I'm not leaving. He's still operating. <laughs> he's still operating the website and still pissing everybody off. <laughs> and people are still sending him shit. He's still leaking all this we, shit. So they're losing their mind on him. What does this guy look like? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Julian Assange. Julian Assange. Yeah, he's right. all. He's, they, they finally got him. He was looking a little crackpot near the end. Like yeah, and they had him all the like. It was funny. Green, they had him all like, like thing, and they're carrying him out because he's not like walking out. So they literally like there's five guys <laughs> like have him like a log, and they're carrying him. Where up. is he now? He's probably like is he? Dead? Nobody like, talks about him anymore. Yeah. So like, what the hell happened wow. to him? Like, like, like these Actually, guys disappear, and you're wow. like, what happened? Dude, what happened? Like what happened to Takashi Six Nine? We need we need to do a we'll story. Hear, you'll hear about him as soon as he gets out of jail. He's gone. He's out of jail, man. Who? He didn't like he he pleaded. Oh, Are you sure? I think he's he still went in into jail. the witness protection pro- program. Did he? I didn't know this. Who's like that, that guy? Yeah. How the fuck? Are, <laughs> I don't know. How are you, hide, man? You I got know, you tattoos of six nine all over your body. How are you gonna hide this guy? You're gonna give him a fucking total plastic surgery job? Like how do you hide this guy? I I still don't think he's out of jail. I don't think he's out of jail either. Is he? I've, I've seen a couple random oh. reports, but I think he's still in jail. I think he's getting out soon. But you could be right. Like, I don't really follow. They're not going to talk about him anymore. He's no just going to disappear. No like, the only reason he even got arrested is because, like, his life was in danger. And they they were, like, watching him. What's like, your What's your take on what he did or what happened? What's your guys' take on that? What, he snitched on his home? He, he's yeah, like, talk to me about that. Where's BG's head on the snitching aspect? There's two sides to it. There's Snitches the... Snitches get stitches? Yeah, of course. Pretty much, yeah. Like, that was a weird. That he was pulled a, a, He pulled a goof move. One hundred percent. Well, I don't. I don't know, man. Because he was they were stealing from him. Like, for instance, if Cameron's all of a sudden, if I'm Cameron's friend, like he does something stupid, I wouldn't snitch on him, right? I'd be like, "You're an idiot. You're fucking dumb." Bro, but if I find out he's stealing from me, I ain't. St- I ain't going to prison for you. Fuck you, man. And he pretty much told everyone to go fuck themselves. He fired everybody, and he did it publicly. That's why he was in danger. Yeah, but you're you also not a here's, blood. So here's the thing. Here's blood the thing. rapper you from Brooklyn. Without that gang, he wouldn't have had anything. Right. He wouldn't have been able to spout off and do all those type of videos. He wouldn't have had any right. type of protection no or clout. any type of legitimacy. Yeah. yeah, so like they made him, bro. They <laughs> yeah. like he's at the end of the day, especially by street code, like he's indebted to them, bro. Like the street code's whole totally different. You want to enter that life and be part of that life, you're part of it. <coughs> yeah, nobody, that's true. nobody and like he was they Scared. caught him doing shit too. It wasn't like he was innocent. No, he no, was he was there to, with them. Like he was trying to bang with them. That's what I mean. He's trying to be part of it. He was trying to live the life. And it's like, you're not about that life. And then that's where it comes to the other side of it. It's like, you're not about that life. So, like, here's the thing. And we talk about this all the time. There's snitching and then there's just being a human. If I witness somebody fucking murder somebody on the street and a cop asks me what happened, I'm going to tell them. Yeah. Like, if it's just random cold-blooded murder, like, I get that. Like, you know what I mean? If I did something with with, with somebody and we did some shit together and the cops come at me, I'm not going to rat my homie out because it's different. But, like... 
just general life principles, bro, it's different. But like in his situation, that's not general life principle. Because you did chose, it together. you they chose did it together. to be in that. You chose to have that gang. You chose to have that affiliation. And then when shit got too deep for you, you just fucking bailed out, ratted, and fucking like. But that's, that's whole, not what that's, that life that's is the about. Whole, that's the whole thing about dancing with the devil, though. As soon as you cross the line, it just gets deeper and deeper and that's deeper, crazy. and you can't fucking 100%. control it anymore. And you're like, fuck! How did I get so far? And that's exactly yeah. what that gang life is, bro. Life. Gang life and street life, bro, it's just a spiral. You're either going to end up dead or in jail. And it's like a lot of people don't actually realize that until it's too late for themselves. Well, yeah, because it's all cool. It's all good because it's just a little... Well, the money's you know, coming just, in. You got, got this. You got... temptation. It's good. It's all... And then all of a sudden, it just gets too deep. Yeah. And you're like, how did I end up here? And I'm just like... Well, that's he, was, what I... he was mad stupid with it, though. Like, he was not smooth at all. You know, they say, like, the, the real OGs move in silence. There was no silence to no. his, like... Well, that's but actually, that's what, but that's what off, happens. I guess. That's what happens. Everyone. This is exactly why you can't be a gangster and do music at the same time. You literally can't. You're just Nobody dry can. snitching you, on yourself. You're literally watching. You're, you're, you're no, walking. You, really you are. are. And you're walking a fine line the entire fucking time, bro. You can't do even. Yo, even Young Jeezy when he popped off had the DEA and the FBI like raid him and like you can go. This is all Young public Jeezy? information. Yeah, bro. Because oh, he was yeah. a huge gangster for a long time. Oh, Jeezy, that guy's a gangster. Jeezy, Young Jeezy, Young Jeezy, Young Jeezy, one of the biggest gangsters in Atlanta for sure. Jeezy went. Hands, one no. of the biggest, him and Gucci, Hands, bro. And they no. had beef with each other for a long time. Like it was, Hands, but Gucci, he, he got Hands, out. Like Jeezy got out as soon as he started getting legit money. He's he understood. Like there's no way he. Fifty did it too. Fifty is the exact yeah. same thing. There's too. a there's a song that uh, from Power of the Dollar that uh, everyone still rags on Fifty for. I forget the name, but apparently he was snitching on everybody. Oh, I gotta figure out what that song is. God damn. Um, he just drops all of these old school New York gangster names. And people are... That's uh, apparently the reason why he got shot. Wait, how but, Rob, did, did he get shot no, and then do no, it, though? No, 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 no. He dropped the song and oh, then power got of shot. Oh, Power of the Dollar. Yeah, that's before Guess back. Yeah. I was like, yeah. Oh, I forget the name of that song. That's old. I need to find that song. That song's dope, though. I listen to it all the time, but he just drops probably like 12, 15 people's names. He's just name dropping the whole thing. And then, yeah, that's what ended up getting him the shot those nine times. Right? And then he says uh, in... Uh, what was it? Um... Uh, many men many men yeah many what does men. he say is, uh, he, he drops the other guy's name he's like uh, he got shot like I did but he didn't but he didn't fucking yeah. breathe it yeah that was a yeah that was the the whole thing yeah, and, he did, yeah. yeah what was the guy's what did he say and he got hit like he did but he didn't fucking breathe it yeah no fucking reason yeah no fucking some reason. I gotta believe I'm here for <coughs> a fucking reason cause he got shot but I got shot, but he ain't fucking breathing. Yeah, and he got yeah. no. He, yeah, says he got shot like I got shot, shot but, but he, he ain't fucking, breathing. Yeah, but yeah. he says his name. He says his name. Something. He got shot down. Anyways, yeah, that was. Um, there's a few people that were able to do it and get out. Like yeah. maybe even like would Snoop Dogg be considered like that, or is he just like no, selling Dogg, weed and stuff? Snoop Dogg is a prime example of somebody who got out as soon as he started getting money. Yeah, that's yeah. the thing, bro. A lot of the anybody with a good head on their shoulders is just trying to get out of that lifestyle. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's the it's like the it's the people that have this stain mentality and they're just like so washed up and locked into this lifestyle that they don't un- they either they don't understand or they don't know how to get out of it. Like I got friends firsthand that deal with this shit all the time. Yeah. They're still stuck in this mind state. It's a mind state more than it is anything. It's like and you pretty much bring yourself down this need to have to be harder than everybody. This need to have to always have something to prove. Like you got to like one up. You got to be the hardest guy in the fucking room all the time. But it's like 
You don't have to be. Bro, go sit in a room with fucking five millionaires and see which one of them is trying to be tougher than the other one. I guarantee you're not going to see that. No. Like, in the real world, uh, yeah, it just doesn't do. offer <laughs> <you>. <laughs> <laughs> they, I've been in rooms with them. No, like, they flex wallets, bro. They flex, flex money. Wallets. They always they flex money. It's a different flex. It's a different flex. Flexing success, that's almost like human nature. You want You want to brag about the things that you're proud of that you've done. But I'm talking about, like... What'd you say? What? Like yeah, you say the no, wrong they word they try fight. to fight you. Like this is like yeah. that mind level, state yeah. of the whole like that's a real mind state is a real problem. It's almost like a mental illness when it yeah, gets to a certain extent. Yeah, but that's but that's a sign of insecurity when someone goes down to physical 100%, level. It's the bro. lowest form of communication. Well, right? that's what so happens that's what when, happens. You, when, when you grow you up in a shitty your, neighborhood. You lose and you, all control of everything. You lose everything. That last thing you have left is you're just like, fuck, I'll fight you. Right. Yeah. That's why like people who are on the streets got nothing left. That's all they want to do is fight people. Right. They don't care. They have nothing to lose. Fuck, man. I'm just like... That's the lowest form of communication. What are you doing? Yeah. Char- Charlemagne the God always talks about that when he's talking to rappers on his show. And he's like, why are you still about this life, man? Like, get your money and do this, do this. Uh, whatever you think about Charlemagne the God, people hate him. A lot of people actually don't like him. But yeah, he... he You're not a boss. You're not a boss. You think your kid's going to be able to uh, take over your job? You're Yo, who, not a boss. <laughs> who said that? Who to, said that? Somebody said that to Charlemagne. Charlemagne, yeah. Who was it? Was, um, was it 6 9 Jermaine Dupree no, or um, um, Jay-Z's Jay-Z's guy. guy. Why can't I? Jay-Z's Dame Dash. Dame Dash. Dame Dash. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Dame Dash went on there and just schooled Charlemagne. Yeah, you don't own this like, radio he's station. Like, you don't That's own not this radio. He's like, name. what are you leaving to your kid? He's yeah. like, if you died today, what would your kid have? He's like, I have an <laughs> empire for my fucking child. He's like, you can't just he's like, eight, there's not a single person in this world that could tell me what to do with my life, my money, or my That's God. deep. That's deep. Yeah, That's he really I hear that too. That really makes me mad when people, I'm a boss. Oh, that makes me mad. Yeah, I don't like what people that. say. There's a way, there's a proper way I to go about that. it. But he, was, Dame Dash, no, was Dame trying Dash, to make a point. He did, no, but he sure. did make a point. I, did. I agreed. Yeah. With I agreed with him. Like Charlemagne was like, yeah, I make, like he makes decent money. He makes good money. This and that. But he, what the guy was saying is like, you don't own any of this yeah. shit. Yeah. If he he's stops like, coming to like, work, shit's gonna go on without him. Yeah, bro. If I, like, yeah, you can't just all of a sudden next day, you know, like your kid just all of a sudden takes your seat. Yeah. I'd be like, who the fuck is this guy? He's got to go. 100%. You could you could maybe train him, maybe. but run him through the corporation. But you're right. You're, you're not passing. You're not passing. Yeah, that down. doesn't always happen. You, you're not passing down the it's empire. It's almost rare for you know. Yeah. No, that's very rare. Where you have especially uh, in, in, in entertainment. Entertainment, yeah. It's yeah. not like someone's name. Name me one child of a famous person that's like killing it in the like like we grew up watching this actor and there's like where's their son? Jaden Smith. Guess there's one. <laughs> no, that's I mean. Well, I mean, like that. I'm few, sorry. No, he's right. There's he's a couple right. famous there's, there's, actors too. I'm trying to think. Uh, I just can't think off the top of my head. But there's like there's all the Baldwins. The Baldwins. <laughs> Hilton. All the Baldwins. The Baldwins. All the Baldwins. Okay, yeah. All a six lot, of them. A lot of, it happens a lot more in acting than it does in music. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, not no, even I think not it too much in acting. More. But you still yeah, even in acting, they still have to. They have to make their own way. Yeah, Jaden yeah. Smith's like, making they, his own way. makes his own yeah. way. Jaden Smith's so got to Jaden Smith's his own hell original. Like, yeah, he's, like yeah. he's got to do it. The only thing that he has like going for him is that he's got his recording studio in his house. And he doesn't have he to work has, a normal job. Well, no, listen, bro. When Jaden decided he wanted to do music, Will was like, okay, well, right. I'll get you to sit down with every record label. I'll get you he's the f- best producers. Like, it's Will Smith. Yeah. He can get you literally anything you want. Well, not only that, but Will Smith just was trying to live vicariously through his kid because that's what he was. He was a musician. That's what he was. He was a musician. I don't think he's trying to live vicariously through him. I think Will Smith probably had a more buckwild life than Jaden ever will, to be honest. He was on his album. He was on his album. Icon, icon, icon he remixed the Icon. Icon Living. You ever see that? It was actually pretty good. Oh, yeah, was you, haven't, you haven't heard Icon Living? No. I'm an Icon Living. You never heard that song? What was, uh, you never no? even heard Icon? What? No, no, Bro, Icon Living. What was uh, 
Uh, what's the guy's name? Murs. Murs got a podcast too, and Murs is talking about. He was making the point that uh, Will Smith is the the goat of rapping, and like uh, only through his uh, accolades. And he was like, right. he's like a platinum this. He sold the most. He's the first rapper to ever win a Grammy. First platinum rapper. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and then, like the numbers well, that he sold were like so high. It's like Jazzy Jeff did. Oh, what? Uh, Girls of the world ain't nothing but trouble. Did though? you hear, Did you hear about this story about how he even like basically he had this he said, where he basically made it famous off this thing, but then he spent all his money and he was fucking broke. Yeah, and then he and, find, and they, they got fresh prints and it like saved like, his ass. Yeah, we're like yeah. He basically he says the one God thing damn. about being famous and broke is that like you're still famous, but when you're riding the bus. <laughs> They're just like, yo, man, you're what's-his-face. I'm like, uh, yeah, you're on the bus with the person next to you. Right? And then he says he went to a party. He goes, uh, his girlfriend told him to, um, he's like, okay, enough of this shit. You need to go where the people are go- doing it and do it. You know, he goes, well, where am I supposed to go? Well, where are they hanging out? And so he's just like, so he went to the Arsenio Hall show and just hung out there. <laughs> and just hung out at the Arsenio Hall show. Met and a brought guy, him on. And a guy met a guy, and he basically uh, took him back to go hang out with Quincy Jones. Where do you hear this story? This he tells that's, the story. That's Yo, awesome. Will Smith has so much dope content on the that's internet, man. Awesome. So Quincy, yeah. oh, he, he tells these dope stories. Yeah, yeah. He's got a really good YouTube channel. It was good because yeah, he, goes, watch he goes like this. He goes like this. He goes. Quincy says, "All right, cool." So he's putting all this thing. Quincy's a little drunk. He's like, "All right, cool." Blah blah blah. He goes, "All right, you're gonna read this thing. Go take ten minutes. Go read the script and come back in two. So he goes, oh, Quincy, I'm not really ready to read the script. You know, maybe we can do it next week." Yeah, goes, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's cool. That's cool. We can do it next week. Yeah, and we can bring a guy back in next week. Or what might happen is the schedule will get messed up. But this and that. He starts giving all these excuses. Or you could take 10 minutes right now and change your life. <laughs> He's like, fuck, all right. <laughs> so he yeah, real shit, though. 10 minutes. That's how you get shit done, man. Yeah. 100%. Exactly. Ain't nobody you got to do it at the time. Nobody's got man. fucking time. You want this opportunity, you're going to you're gonna you gotta do it at the time. Right now. That's get it. fucked. And it did. And he literally said, he said once they did the, the, the audition, Quincy Jones said, who... Goes, goes, who's your lawyer? He goes, I don't have a lawyer. Quincy goes, okay, you, you're his lawyer. <laughs> he started fucking piecing people together. And I guess the two lawyers went into the into a limousine and signed the contract on a fucking napkin for the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. What? <laughs> so fire. And changed his entire life. Changed forever. his whole life. That's man. crazy. And you know what? Not just his life, but it affected all. Like, this is what I tell you all the time. Who didn't want to be the Fresh Prince? This is why I always just go hang out at certain places and do certain things. Because you never know what's going to happen when you're hanging around the right people. Yeah. Opportunity springs if, when you're there. Like, I'm always like, it right. doesn't matter. I go to every show. I try to go hang out with, like, I have, yeah. I have a decent amount of, like, semi-famous friends. And I, yeah, like, you do, actually. Yeah. When, you, when you go hang out, like, like how you every time. semi-famous. Every time, well, because I don't have, like, world-famous friends. I know what you're saying. I think Merck I think Merc is world-famous by now. Merck is getting there, but I he's not, he like, a million, a million subscribers doesn't mean, you're like, bro. Yeah, that's dope. Your, your world fame. Like he is very successful and he's doing very well. He will. When he pops off is when he breaks into the mainstream. But it's, I'm talking right. like okay. Because right, right now, right now he's he's making a shitload of money living off of YouTube. Fair enough. Well, like, and he's about like once he just signed that deal with Brian Cranston. So like you're gonna see a lot of big. Like I, in my opinion, I feel like he's once he drops his new album, you'll see a lot of bigger stuff. Like hot ones breakfast club like you're gonna start to see him on all these big major publications now like he's got a he's got brian cranston in his corner this guy fucking manages gucci Mane and like a bunch of huge people like he's got every connection you could ever want so that will start to pop off and like once he starts to get on the tonight show and like these big things that's like well, what happened really with uh, tyler the creator back when he uh i remember when he first came out and i was like the tyler the creator just had the number one album a fucking Which I don't ago. understand because the album was trash. It was weird. But he went on Jimmy Kimmel, I think it was. 
Or it was, uh, anyways, they performed Sandwiches Live or something when he was wearing the mask yeah. and everything. But then that, that's when it really popped off was after that. Yeah. Yeah, they had, it was, it was a, a Tonight TV Show audience. or something. Yeah, it was yeah. Matt. And then that's when everyone was and like, everybody watches that. what the fuck was that? Going harder than a, <laughs> whatever he says, right? Midget jumping over me. Right? But he said that <laughs> on like live television. <laughs> I, I like how that I like I it triggering everybody. Mm. Yeah. I'm so triggered right now. I just remember no everyone in the audience was like, uh, sens- audio, audio sensitive. Tyler, <laughs> the creator's like a silent killer in the rap industry. Yeah, he's, he's different. In the sense that you don't really hear about him much unless he does something, but when he does something, it always makes an impact. And then it always does better than anybody in the world thinks it will. He's, he's like, th- he, his fan base is insane. He has such a huge cult following. Who's this? I like Tyler, it. the creator. Tom, I actually like it. I li- it's weird. Yonkers was the one that got him big, wasn't yeah. it? That was, that was like his, his first big like Yonkers break. Was yeah, sick. It was, he was just on uh, what's it with Funk? And then Flex? just everybody too, Earl Sweatshirt and all the Funk other Flex? guys like oh, on, yeah. in Odd Future. Like the Odd Future movement is what really blew everybody up. He was yeah. just the main guy to do the first. He was he was talking about banging dudes. <laughs> I'll pause this whole thing. He was talking <laughs> about banging dudes with Funk Flex on his show. You know, drop the bomb on him, Flex. Drop the bomb. <laughs> He was. He was. Oh, that like, was just recently. I know he was freestyling. He's like, I go to ASAP Rocky Swedish prison just to bang all the men and just <laughs> and say then, shit like that. Yeah, and you see Phil Flex's face, like, why, why, why? No, that's that's what he said. He was, like, he was like, he was like, why? Shock value shit. I love it. Yeah, but it's he's gay, doesn't he? So it's yeah. like true. I don't know if he's gay or not. Is he, is he like a daylight? You know how daylight fronts like he's gay and he's talking. Yeah, about, I don't know. God, what's it with? I don't know. I don't know. Yo, some, Cam, yeah. Can you just put your mic, your receiver. Move it away because you're 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 crashing and bolted on it. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. Um, it out, yeah. I'm no. I'm out here, man. <laughs> yeah. Shit's uh shit's wild in the music industry these days. That's definitely for sure. It's been um. It's been uh. It's different. It's such a different culture now too. Yeah. The internet changes everything. Well, nowadays, do you even need to sign a record label anymore, or do you just need a distribution? Uh, depends like depends what kind of team and what kind of head you have on your shoulders like yeah. really at the end of the day a lot of guys do need record labels because they don't know how to do anything and their team is not very diligent a lot of these guys will get a couple million views on their YouTube videos and they'll start to pop off and then their fucking Joe Schmo friend will just come help manage them and they don't really know what they're doing and then you know just sign a shitty deal or j- they just need the whole shebang as opposed to the, then you have artists like Merck or like people like me that have been self-sufficient for a long time that had no choice but to learn the industry, otherwise you're not going to advance. So when it comes time, like, I don't think I would need an actual record deal. I think I'd be surprised yeah, like with, like, with the distribution. What are they going to they gonna provide you for? Beats? No. I'm like, I got beats. So like, oh, yeah, it's like, like beats, video. You're like, oh, your studio time? I got my own fucking studio. The, All you the only thing connections, right? All you yeah. need is connections. Yeah, you get that with distribution. Exactly, you get that with the distribution. Their job is to push your shit to yeah. as many people, and that's their only job. And that's that's sweet. Cause then they're, they're but that's when you're saying we have a distribution deal. I'm like, I don't need you to lend me any money. Take a percentage of whatever you sell. Well, some distribution deals involve money. Which one? Some distribution deals. You depends. Have to pay it depends on what deal. It depends on the depends deal, on what yeah. deals you get. Like the so like he read they'll the pay, they'll pay you out. Like, <laughs> yeah, like certain instances. Say like say I get a distribution deal right now. They're like, okay, well I'll give you X amount of dollars so I can for your older content. I want the rights to your older content so I can distribute it and do that. And then so they'll give you X amount no, of No, but I, what I mean is like most of these guys, most of these guys who send record deals get fucked because yeah, they, they, they get a $250,000 advance on right. an album they didn't fucking make. 
and then they have to make the album, and then then on the album flops, another two hundred fifty thousand dollars in fucking debt. Oh yeah, no, exactly. It's the worst. (laughs) That's why the distribution deals are dope because the distribution deals will give you. They'll usually buy your content. Is what essentially they're doing. They're licensing it. Yeah, they're like, we'll give you X amount of dollars, and then we'll take X amount of dollars until we get X amount of dollars, and then it's yeah, we'll license this. We'll pay this much money to license. I'll give you a million dollars. I make two million dollars off it, and then after that, you're good. It's crazy yeah. thing with, uh, well, just adding to it is uh, with Nipsey Hustle. He apparently owned all of his masters. Right. Yeah, he owned everything. Right. Yeah. That's Which big, is that's, the, that's the crazy thing about Nipsey. Nipsey's he was poised to blow up with like in 2010 with French, Big Sean, and Wiz Khalifa. Like they that was it was weird. They pushed the four of those guys. All four of them were on the cover of Double XL together. They did a song and a video together. They was like they were the four guys that were set to blow that year, and they all did except, except Nipsey because he was the only one that didn't sign a deal. Yeah, he was the only one that didn't sign a major, a major labor deal. He didn't. He wasn't fucking with all that. He's like, I'll just do this on my own. I'll take the time. And it took him almost ten extra years to do it. But he, he doesn't get to see the sell- fruits of his labor. But I mean, no. but, but he only does it yeah. like in perpetuity. Yeah, and he did. He still got to see a lot of it, man. And the last couple of years in Nipsey's life were like by far the best for him ever. Like he did every. He was just starting to be like. Really yeah. big, like he would have blown up. Logic is big too on his own. He did everything by himself too. Didn't uh, he? Logic, I, know, I think he had major help. A lot of these guys have help. He has industry help for the sure. Which one? He industry. had major industry help. Chance is another guy who had major industry help. That, like, yeah, that, like Chance, these Chance guys is are one hundred percent independent, but has like the most insane who's manager. Who's his uncle? In the, his uncle is one. Of, it works for Barack Obama and started working for Barack Obama the week before he became president. And then Chance went from writing in his basement to co-writing for Eminem in about a span of two months. That's easy, though. That, that's oh, just, that's that's well, that's, 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 that's that takes the one right person. That takes the one right person to hear your shit. Like, yeah, he doesn't, write, he doesn't write for Eminem because he's not good enough. And he didn't write. He's for good Eminem, enough, and right. someone he's made no, the connection. No, no, he, uh, he was right. He was do. He was on some com- concept writing team for Eminem. Eminem yeah. still has co-writers and stuff. Yeah, but people that write his hooks and stuff like that. I bet you, if you look at the, I've never looked at the thing, but I bet you it's like fucking still long. Yeah, like the list of like name, like. When you, you have to name everybody that does anything. Anything, so. yeah, that's true. Anyway, Who's but I, I mean, like, just the, 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 I mean, you have to have some kind of industry connect to get your mu- music publicated. Yeah. Like you, to get even uh, to like to get these guys who are uh, publishing your music, you know, to um, oh, I'm drawing blanks, copyright and publishing rights, and and giving or, uh, to get a, a piece of that and getting in into these labels and getting their like. It's hard. It's not easy to get A and R's to look at you. You need a, a fan base now. You need. It's all about the numbers. Right? Yeah, it's like, all about the numbers, numbers because once you get to that level, those guys don't give a fuck who you are. Right. All they're looking at is saying, "Okay, how much money do I have to put in? What am I? What's my return?" Yeah. Right. That's 100%. what they look at. It. it says, "Okay, this guy, this guy draws in, you know, uh, ten Two, million people. Yeah. Ten million people." Okay, if I can buy his album for a million and I can get 10 million people to buy it, then I make fucking $9 million off of that. That's a good deal for me. Let's do it. Mm-hmm, right? Yeah. Like, that's, it's a hundred, they don't care. They literally don't care about anything else. It's just strictly a number. It works the same way in the film industry. Everyone's like, oh, they're, you know, fuck. These fucking guys in Hollywood don't give a shit about, they're just looking about what sells and like, and what's who or who's buying what. I'm like, this, that's all they look at is the numbers, and that's all they worry about. 
right? And people are just like, oh, it's, you know, you have to, you have to help these people. I'm just like, those people don't give a shit about yeah. helping anybody. They just want to know whatever sells. Yeah. That's all they care it's true. about. It's a, yeah, it's all a numbers game. But it's that's like with a lot of big business anyway. Like a lot of big business. All big that. business works that way, man. Even like houses and stuff like that. People who work in real estate, they'll buy a shitty house in a shitty neighborhood. You know, they'll buy it because they know that they can clean it up, fix it up yeah. and flip it for for a profit it's all that's that's how they think they think differently right just understanding the market and then making your moves based on the market but that's why you get so many missed oh we didn't we didn't sign big sean until he walked into but you get you get those random stories of like oh this guy's incredible artist let's sign him before he does blow up yeah but it's less and less nowadays right it's like nobody's getting signed really just based off their talent it's all numbers. It's all numbers. It's all numbers. Yeah. That's the yeah. same reason why Eminem does the shitty, these shitty fucking uh, pop records, right? Yeah. It's because he's just like, get these numbers. he's like, shit, let's go after this this market over here and get this. I got these guys. Let's go after these guys. He goes after these guys and all these guys that have been carrying them for so long. Mad. They're pissed off. They go, what the fuck is that bullshit? It might be data collecting too. He's a smart dude, I bet. And he's got a smart team around him. Yeah. Maybe they're like, you know what? We, we already have the heads. Heads like them. Let's go after the female demographic or the, the you know, the, the sub-16, you know. Yeah. see what we can and get over we, there. See what you can and then what happens is there. you might come up with an album that's a mix. And see no, that's it. what we're talking about. That's what he's been doing. He's like, got a mix like, of everything to try to see if he, can, yeah. he, if he can have one or two songs that, uh, that, that, that appease everybody. Appease everybody. But you can appease everybody. That's the problem because one guy wants to listen to the whole album yeah. and he can't listen to the whole album because he's got a fucking chick flick song in there. Yeah. <laughs> he's like fuck this album yeah, because every time he listens to the album that one song shows yeah. up and it pisses him off yeah. Yeah. I just want those hard yeah. Eminem drug bars like when he was just ripped like yeah. I just want those yeah. constantly that's and all that, I want to hear that goes with anything like the guy's fucking rich happy and old and yeah, I sober know. yeah I know that's Fuck, make, that's not how's he gonna content. make fucking yeah. angry I know, drug I know. music when he's sober and happy I know, yeah, that's I know. That's what we talked about with Jay-Z I want like, what does Jay-Z happy. rap about being married and having yeah. caught having an affair yeah. <laughs> like that's so, what yeah, that's what he rapped that's what he rapped about right so I have this <laughs> that was a good album let's talk about this all the time <laughs> Jay-Z his music matured with his fan base and Eminem's did not and this is why Ooh, that's true. Very this is true, why he yeah. gets a lot more backlash. And this is why Jay Z is considered the goat. A, a big reason, at least I think. Yeah. Which is unspoken. Uh, like it's not talked about too much. But yeah, he's matured with his fan base. He makes music that people the, can relate still to relate consistently. To. So because he knows so he's his dealing with the same fan base that he had back in for the past 20, 30 years, or whatever it is. Yeah. He's been doing it. But Eminem keeps flying new, new people. Trying to find right. new people. And he, well, and he's just like. Like, cause I'm not listening to him. I don't even anymore. necessarily saying it's like because you can't relate to it anymore. Yeah, I don't like. You can't, I used you to can't listen, relate or can't get into to, it. I used to listen to the old shit. Yeah. Like, when I was a kid, he rapped about being a fucked up kid in broken homes. Like I related to everything of that so much. I, w- I felt like that was me. I felt like he was talking to me, man. I was like <laughs> so much, like so that. much so that I became a rapper. Like this was like that hella motivated. But I listen to it now, and I'm like, I, I don't care. Like I like it, it's cool, but like I just can't relate to it. Like and same with Jay Z. Jay Z never would have made a song like four 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 fifteen years ago. No, no, never. Or the story of OJ, or sorry, an album like four four four. Yeah, yeah, story of OJ is what you're saying. He would have never made story of OJ fifteen years ago. That was one of the songs. But you listen to it now, and you're like, yo, this is insane. This is actually so that dope. album like, flopped actually though in, really? in comparison yeah and the tour flopped too. It wasn't sold out. It was oh, empty. Four four four, not the one before that. Which no, I went to. That one I was went to. I went to the. I went to the we went to. We we went to yeah, that was, was. Yeah, those really ones good. weren't. Those ones weren't nearly sold out. Like those ones, the numbers weren't good. It may have looked busy in Edmonton, but like all the other, a lot of the other spots were yeah, really, very yeah. low. 
big markets were like not sold out, empty, empty sections, yeah. which was really odd. Yeah, that is really odd. Yeah. He brought Vic Mensa with him, though. What? He brought Vic Mensa with him. If he brought really any slight... Like, Vic Mensa. Exactly. Right? Well, if he brought Beyonce, that place is a whole other show. That's a whole other thing. That's a whole other show. That's a whole other show. You know what I'm saying? If he brought Beyonce, there'd be 10 Jay-Z shows. Well, no, okay, not Beyonce. The beehives or whatever you want to call yeah, whatever them. Whatever they buy are. All the tickets. Maybe, <laughs> maybe not Beyonce. The yeah, there'd be 10 dudes there like, for Jay-Z like, and all the girls. I can't have you on my shows because every time you come, your fucking girls take yeah. over Nobody sings show. any words to my songs. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. My fans are there. You can't come. I'm sorry. You can't. They're like, cheater! <laughs> <laughs> Bunch of women's rights type shit right? showing up. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck you, cheater! <laughs> she has the most... She has the most... Cra- like the, She's notorious for having the craziest fans... Above and beyond, Lady fans. Gaga too. Lady Gaga. Lady Gaga. Gaga. What do they call her? Her minions or what are they? Be- the Beehive. The, 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 uh, or Beehive. No, Lady Gaga is the monsters. The monsters. The, monsters, okay. the Beehive. The be yeah whatever the fuck it, yeah. The Beehive is crazy. crazy. That's a crazy atmosphere that's going on. Like that's, I would I do not want to be in the <laughs> that's Beehive. A, that's a vibe. Well, shit. That's like didn't one time like some girl look at Jay Z and they all attacked her on Twitter or some shit like that. Like that's how crazy. Oh yeah, no. Yeah, so this girl said they're sitting courtside. And this girl who's, uh, I'm, I'm, she's like uh, the wife of some kind of part owner or something. She leans over and she's like, did they get your drink order right? <laughs> and she leans back over and he's like, yeah. Social media is just fucking buzzing. Because everyone's buzzing. taking pictures. Like, yeah, constantly. they're like, this guy, this girl's hitting on Jay-Z. Like, yeah. oh my God. She, she has to delete her social medias. Get they, off! They, she, they rape her on it, like they like they bro, really so come. Bad. They come in like a swarm of bees, and they, and they all come in there and they all post their little bees things. They're like, so her poor phone's going off. I've like, seen that picture because the girl's leaning in like that. But since you take a still of something, yeah, it looks, it looks like she's like, yeah, she's like grabbing. She's his, trying yeah, to grab his know. leg or something. Yeah. But it's like when you snap a still of something, like. I don't know, you can yeah. pretty you much turn at, anything into anything if you put a title on it. Oh, man. Uh, the Beehive, that's a. That's she a turns on her Instagram, she's got 20 new followers, she's happy for three seconds, and then she's <laughs> got 4,000 comments. <laughs> They're all hate mail. <laughs> oh, and man. she's like, fuck. The internet's real <laughs> fuck and Jay-Z. Like that, but that could literally happen to anybody. Yeah, happen anyway. You could have one bad thing about you happen and go viral, and then you're just done for life. You're actually done for life. <laughs> what about that one kid? Yeah, that was. Uh, um, I heard the whole story on that. And the mainstream media didn't cover it like the whole story. But it was that dude in the Make America Great hat, and he was standing with that Indian oh, guy, the native yeah, yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they remember and, that and, one and they and they flipped it. They flipped it too because it, it was like there was um, they didn't tell the first part of the story. And so they didn't tell the first part of the story of when when they do you remember were, that yeah I no. don't remember all I of think that, I, yeah. I heard they something and the on. kid was just standing his ground like he was the kid there. said he was like nervous he, he looked nervous like they were like oh he's got a smirk on his face I'm like the kid stood his ground and he stood there and then well, the guy was banging like, a drum right in front of his face the whole time yeah, they were doing like, like a school chant they were like doing their school the kids chant, were like around were chanting around and and and, and these native guys just walked right up to him and like yeah yeah but there was also what was happening is there was all these different. Different the protests. Guys. What are the there Israelis? was all these different protests that were going on in front of in front of the White House at the time that they had the school oh, okay. thing, and and it was just like it was just a. I think someone gave him a hard time because he had the they had the uh, no. There was the, the there was that um, uh, the tribe of Israel or something. They're like uh, I think they're black dudes, but they just hate on everybody. And they were making fun of the native well, that guys. Was the name, that, was the name of the, of, that was the name of the, the group. The tribe of Israel? What are they called? I forget so, their I names. I don't know. But like that, they, they, 
they like instigated super the whole like shit. Crazy racist. They instigated the whole shit, and they were, that's what it seemed like from the forefront. Was, was like, yeah, from the thing. So they used it, and then all of a sudden, social media picks it up, or oh, like, no. and everyone just focuses on this micro escalation. One little white kid with a fucking yeah, the one, the one kid who is indifferent. Well, he almost. was yeah, he didn't care. He was like, he was just standing there. But like the guy on the beating oh, the no. drum. Apparently, he could have gone, like, all sorts of different directions, but he took his drum and walked right up to the guy's face yeah. and started banging it in the kid's face when he could have just gone up the stairs five feet to the right. So he's just banging the thing, and the so kid's kind of like... like, yeah, like there's but then the one snapshot of that goes off, and then everyone makes a whole different narrative. Yeah. But, and then the kid's life no, gets yeah, run. No, that's the power of social media. Yeah, it's... But it's also, like... I don't know, man. There's stigmas around that stuff, though, too. Like, if you're going to wear a Make America Great hat, you're going to get fucked with. Yeah, that's true. It's yeah. such a stigma. Like, no matter what you, as a human being, feel like that having that hat on stands for for yourself, the fact is that the stigma is there, it's real, and you're going to Do catch you know what's always funny about that, those hats? If you look at those hats, the text says made in China. No. <laughs> no, it no. doesn't. It China. 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 No. China. China. Yeah. You ever watch the yeah. eight-minute yeah. yeah, yeah, like, like, I've seen China. one of those postings where they show China. that a main, a main American great again and it's like China. the chat's China. made in China. <laughs> China. China. Like, so how, do you even li- how do you even look yourself in the... Fu- like? Well, that's the big problem. That's oh, the big man. economic problem is that everybody right now is sending all of their money to China and getting product in return. Right. So what happens is because all the cash flow, like the Silk Road, is going there, right. we're left with, with product. With garbage product. I'm like, we can't fucking trade garbage product with each other. You know, we can. We're starting to. People are starting to thrift shop to each other and trade shit. shit. But like, you know. coins? <laughs> hash coins? Hash coins. <laughs> What's a hash coin? You, you don't know what a hash coin is? Boys? No, not in a long time. Oh, oh so Ricky, just, oh, used to, Ricky just used to make little coins out of hash, and they'd be like a fucking you couple grams of hash, and he'd just pay people. He'd go to like the donair shop or the tax or whatever. You take hash coins? <laughs> He'd just pay him in hash coins. <laughs> like, sure. <laughs> That's so Canadian. So hash coins. That's so Canadian. Is, but that's the that's the biggest problem right Canadian now is that the, like the whole point of of of, uh, of uh, currency is that the current stays within your communities, right. right? That's why those communities that always keep money within their own Which organizations. Well, you have uh, um, uh, Asian the East Indians do it, the, East the, Indians. A, the Asians do it, do the, Jewish uh, the, do the, it? The, the Jewish the Jewish do it for sure. They're they're probably the pretty much everybody except like. White they, and black people. They, <laughs> pretty much, yeah. They, well, understand, you know they understand it the most because what happens is is they sell to everybody but only buy from each other. Right. So their value, their their wealth increases exponentially at that point. Is that like an unspoken thing with them? Yeah. I think what so. What do you think? Well, bro, this is it. Yo, black people used to do this in the States a long time ago too. Like all the time. Like back when there was like after slavery, like post-slavery, but like full like gentrification, racism era. Like... That was huge. Like uh, Killer Mike did a documentary, that little six series thing on um, Netflix. I don't know. I just, no, no, no. I haven't seen it. Oh, but so, yeah. Well, he did one episode where he could only buy black, so he could only buy from black-owned businesses by black people, and like how hard it was for him to try to do that in Atlanta was like almost next to impossible. Like he couldn't get food, he couldn't get transportation, he couldn't get. He, so the whole thing was he had a show to do in three days, and he had to get there by only black. So he had to find a black-owned bus company. He like there's all he couldn't eat anywhere because nobody was. He's found a, a full black-owned business, but they get their chicken from a white farmer. This and that. He couldn't smoke weed. He couldn't like any of this. He's he's like sixty years ago. This entire neighborhood was all black-owned. There's black people buying from black people and circumventing that money in that community and keep exactly like that. You, you grow the keep wealth it in, in there the and the wealth of the community Exactly. Grows. Buy from yourself, yeah. sell to everybody. And like, That's why it's so important to people to buy local and don't buy from like, 
you know, like you, you have a, uh, a Walmart, for instance, here. Head, head office is not here in Edmonton. No. It's just, a, it's just a thing where we pay the money there. The money goes back to head office, and then they just sh- send more shit product enough to get more money yeah. cash flow sent down. So it's the same thing. Like, they understand it. They understand how that exponential growth works. A lot of people can't afford to buy local. That's another thing. It's not, it's not it's cost expensive. effective. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's not. It's so much easier to go to Walmart. You're literally spending 30 to 50% of what you would at Walmart than you would if you buy local. Yeah. yeah. Which is huge. And they're getting it cheaper because they're buying it in mass bulk. That's yeah, they got saying. crazy buying power, yeah, especially from China. Power. Walmart's like the only place in the fucking world that you can buy tons of different things for a dollar. <laughs> and make their own. You can't things. even buy things for a dollar at the dollar store anymore, but you no. can at Walmart. You go to the dollar store, everything's three fifty. Yeah, here's a hack. One hundred percent dollar out of my ass. dollars, The hack is is buy your cleaning supplies at the dollar store, not Walmart. And your cologne. Oh yeah, it's easy. And your what is it called? Not bros. You got to buy bros. What? Bros. Bros. Instead of boss, is it like a knockout? Yeah, I bought it as a joke once. And then, but then, okay, my normal clone's like, I don't know, 120 bucks, like, whatever it is. Uh, Hugo Boss. Nice. Hugo, okay. Yeah, that's okay. just kind of what I have. But then I saw this bottle at the dollar store, and I was like, I was like, what, they're selling Hugo Boss here? And then I looked closer at it, and it was bros. And I was like, that's, and it was so funny, yes. and it was like the same bottle. You ever been bro- to Urban Planet? It's like the cheap clothing store in all the malls. Yeah, yeah I yeah. like their clothes actually, man. They have some. They have some. <laughs> they have some. <laughs> they have some, <laughs> they have some they no, 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 but cool, I actually think I can like, tell they have yeah, no yeah. kneecaps on them. <laughs> you just take your knees out. Five dollars off. Five dollars off. We're just going to this material. But that store has knockoff cologne for every brand of cologne that there is in the world. Like, they literally have like 80 men's and 80 female perfumes, like all knockoffs. Dude, it's just the same shit. The perfume is the biggest markup I've ever oh, seen. Oh, it's in my incredible! A hundred dollars for a for a solution. Incredible, like, bro. Really? Like it's they ridiculous. make that shit in bats, man. Like six six cents <laughs> for the liquid. Yeah, it's it's the, same yeah. thing like pop. Same thing with soda. Like the pop syrup. Like oh. I buy those bibs all the time. Like you pay fifty bucks for the bib, and you can the profit margin is very high. Isn't that's thousands like of percent. Box of syrup? Yeah, it's just the syrup thing. Yeah, it lasts you. Yeah, like that's why years. all that's why these uh, these perfume companies all they need is a brand. If you have a brand that's really popular and really famous, that's why they go to famous persons and say, hey, listen, I got a scent, you got a brand, why don't we partner up together and I can sell this thing, we'll make fucking You don't millions. have to do absolutely anything. You don't have to do shoot. anything or anything, you just have to just, we'll just put your name on this product and I'll give you 30% of the profits. Okay? And they sell a shit ton of it and because they, your name is on it. last for like a year or two, I've noticed, like a lot of celebrity fragrances. Brands and pop down. off for a bit and then you find them in the $20 yeah. section all the time, but it's still like... Still crazy margins. It's yeah. The margins are huge. Like yeah. like the like the like how how much how much is it costing to make a bat? That that's not a hundred dollar bottle. Like you're no. buying the brand. Some perfume does it. It's I know that I know it's kind of crazy. Like what's that perfume that's made out of whale throw up? Like literally, they take whale whale vomit. Yeah. So they they scour the beaches for whale vomit. Okay, all and of it, that foam stuff. Sounds and so it, cost effective. Yeah, and, not, well, that doesn't sound expensive. No, like, I'm sure. Just, no, but they, no, it's, it's really expensive. expensive. Like they, it, people do this in Vancouver. They scour the beaches for this specific looking thing, and it's like a hard substance, and they break it down. And they make for perfume out of it. It's like really, like. Um, I'm, I'm curious sm- to see what this. Yeah, is. Look, you, look it up. I bet you. I bet you some perfume, to be honest, is very expensive because yeah. even like um, uh, saffrons. You know saffrons? No. Saffrons for uh, food, like you can make like saffron aioli, saffron this, saffron that. They're like these tiny little fucking little things. 
Uh, they're like hand picked off of like the inside of a flower. Okay. Like those things are expensive. They used to have oh, when guys. they take those oils and stuff like rose petal oils, and stuff, stuff like that. That, that. that shit's expensive. Yeah, because because it's, it's so it's so concentrated though. Like that shit's concentrated. Like you yeah. can take those little things and go divine, and it, it, yeah. like you can dilute that and make like a. a, a There's bag, not um. Yeah, don't they make perfumes and creams out of like, There's one that says Chanel skin? here, but like, look, oh. this is this is crazy. <laughs> Whale vomit Collagen could fetch $70,000. Right. Okay, yeah. So some yeah, people legitimately do this. They, they go up the beaches and they look yeah. for whale throw up. $70,000 for a like vomit? Rocks well, like shit. a little like that, yeah. It says it sometimes takes up to a few years for it to reach the shore. But, like, yeah, yeah. it's... That's bad. $70,000 for a piece of whale vomit? It's a quick what bag. What the fuck? I'm in the wrong business, bro. A couple in the UK can get seventy thousand dollars for farm. suspected whale vomit. Just start a whale start farm. A whale and farm. Just make them puke. <laughs> Compute everyone. Just, just fit, start gagging just, whales. <laughs> just you know, just put your whole hand in the in the. Or just get one, one of these big long sticks yeah. and just uh, stick it uh, down uh. their throat. Holy just throwing God, McDonald's man. and playing Kripal all day. Just throwing <laughs> garbage <laughs> in. There. Yeah, banging his mixtape like that's gonna. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> Okay, You're bro. supposed to be his manager. Can man. I buy some cereal? Oh, <laughs> you manage these nuts. That's about it. Y'all think of well, the royalties if you get like just yo SoCan venue, get a whale in there make, and just probably make perfume out of the ash on your knuckles too. It's probably a decent substance. <laughs> scratch your leg again, and see what happens. So this guy scratched his leg earlier, and his whole sock had dust. <laughs> you ever sand? You ever sand? You, you ever sand you drywall tell, on a wall? You can tell how close they are because he's I, like, he's like, oh, you want to piss me off? This is point, the button. Yeah. Bing! He knows. Fucking hit him with the. You ever right had button. to sand some mud off some drywall, and then and you look at the, at bottom, the bottom of your floor, and it's just all that's like his socks every time oh, he scratches his leg. Man, jeez, Louise. This, this guy dressed like this guy dressed like he about to go on Ellen. Why is everything you do so feminine? <laughs> God damn. You've used that joke like about eighty times in the last month. Do you have any other jokes aside from Ellen or lesbian a- jokes? You, Come on, bro. This guy's been using ashy, ashy jokes. Yeah, but for I the find the new creative ways to do it every time. It's not my fault that you punch Frosted Flakes all day. Bro, figure it out. All right. This guy's so short. Figure it out. Oh yeah. Here get taller, shows, get taller. Hit your head on another doorway and talk to me again, man. <laughs> Maybe I will. <laughs> well, I'm taking new off. clients. <laughs> where, 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 where are we sitting at with time? Uh, we're probably uh, about almost. Uh, time is a hour seventeen. Hour seventeen. Yeah, that's a, that's a decent little slot <laughs> here. A little podcast. Yeah, right? I guess. Hey, there you go. <laughs> okay, hold on one second. I think we're on to something though, real quick. If, before we cut this thing off, if we do. Like, how much does a whale cost? Like, if we can get, we can get 70k <laughs> per, per ounce. How much like, is a whale? Gonna house a whale, bro. It's going to cost more than 70k to house a whale. Does, right. No one needs to know about it. We could just, like. How often does a whale puke? Do you even know these facts? Like, yeah, that's well, well, we're making them puke by. How much is a whale? Like, get a baby on. whale. Get a baby it? whale. They puke all the time. Babies, yeah, are, baby that's all they do is throw That's all they do is throw up. And it's smaller. Like, how much? Like, like 20 times. So now you have to house whale babies. $30,000 more. Now you're just housing all. Listen, man. Uh. Cool. And you, then you know what? Double. We could double dip. We could just like charge people to watch the whales swim around in the big pool. I feel like you're gonna have an immense amount of people boycotting uh, this, your company. This, uh, I'm just gonna I'm say pre- this right I'm, off I'm pretty sure they used yeah. to do that with the orcas, and they've banned that. Now. That's what I'm gonna say. Like, you can't even have a whale just to, for people to look at. 
Imagine having one to induce vomiting. I'm pretty sure they made a movie <laughs> about this. Someone's going to be Vice would be on that. your ass so quick with a documentary. Like, oh, what do you guys do? Oh, we just take this giant stick and shove it down this whale's throat until he fucking... And, and it's all like these hidden cameras and stuff like that. So how does this work exactly? Well, whale vomit's very, very valuable nowadays. So what we do is we've housed this, this whale... And we, we don't we don't give them like really like clean fish. We give them like little. It's a little old. It's got a little, sure they bad. Go a little bit sour. <laughs> you know you go to the grocery store and you get the, the value bread. Give it to the whale. Whoa. We also uh, keep this thirty foot whale in a twenty foot cage, just so his stomach is always compressed. There's always giving him. So he always has anxiety, and as he's anxiety, he's like, it induces more vomiting on a regular bit. And then we constantly then we constantly call it fat. So we, we constantly call, call, call it fat. fat. So we oh, call no. it fat on a regular basis. So, so he gets a little bit of a complex. Yeah. So then he makes himself throw up. <laughs> oh, oh, man. 70k a nugget, whatever. I'll take that vice documentary. I'll take name the whale Anna. First name Anna, last name Rexic. <laughs> no, no, no. She has to eat. She's got to be. She's got to be bulimic. Holy yeah, shit. Eat. Oh, sorry. Yeah, that's what I was. Oh yeah, yeah, bulimic. Yeah. Jeez. Well. Okay, well, on that note... I guess on that, that note, we now might... Now that YouTube just kicked us off. <laughs> now that we can't make money... Sorry, guys. PETA's oh, just here. PETA's here already. They're outside. <laughs> oh, man. We're ready to throw... Give me anything to say for yourself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> That's good. That's good. That was a good one. That was, that was good. a good one. That's a good spot. Gripple's, Gripple's good with the... I got the puns, the puns on deck. He does. He's I got, got the puns on deck. I learned from the best, man. Yeah, who did you learn from? John Nani, man. John Nani's pretty good. Do you know John Nani? He's a good oh, one. Yeah, I, produce, I produce for my. We have a couple songs together and shit. And Stewie Kubrick. Stewie is like the unspoken pun god. I swear he's better than the pun guys. Is he, eh? Yeah, because he's just nonstop. His mind just never stops working and he's just puns, 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 He puns, never stops puns, All day, all day. Jeez. I think it's a mental problem. He got the, he got the fundamentals <laughs> down. The fundamentals so down, yeah. You've said that before to him, hey? The mm. maybe not He's pretty good with the puns too. I'm not, he's not bad. I'm, I'm not gonna lie. I'm just quick. I Rapple's pretty, pretty quick on point with. Yeah. Stuff. I think I'm gonna start yes. roast battling. Yeah. You see me roast K Blitz on a status the other day? That killed me. I knew, I'm dead. I think I, I commented on it. Dead. I love you, K Blitz. Yeah, shout but... out K Blitz. I love K Blitz too. Yeah, yeah like uh, I just woke up and see because he yo he's like yo, <laughs> I got a bunch of clothes while I'm out here in the states. We gonna have a drip war. I'm like, oh, you gonna have a drip war with me? All right, man, let's figure it out, bro. He wasn't let's wearing see. a bucket hat. No, first, first yeah, of all, bucket candy crush. He's gotta stop hat. sweating. We can't just beat King Blitz. We can't, we can't, have, we can't just beat him in a drip off if he's, can't, he just sweats all the time. Yeah, you got the drip, King Blitz. <laughs> Stop. The this. sweat drip. Oh, my God. Oh. Wow. Yeah. Oh, Bloody man. On that note, okay. Okay, Blitz. Blitz is just fuck you guys. Yeah, yeah. Blitz. I love King Blitz. Okay, well, before, before we let it go, where do where they, where they find you guys? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You can find him behind me at any any uh, uh pa- pause, that, yeah, pause, 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 pause that pause that pause that real that. quick pause that uh, yeah, a, <laughs> yeah I don't even know what that means man yeah, man it's a new marketing ploy here gay you guys are going down the gay hole. is okay all right just just remember that gay is okay straight I know this hurts your very <laughs> core to your being but gay is okay I'm just I just I just don't know how you make babies from it. <laughs> Still, it's like it's no uterus in an asshole, man. Like, I mean, sir, it gets a little bit weird sometimes, but why is that? You never done it before? It went over your head, but figure oh, it out. Okay, you, you know the surrogate is how you carry a baby. Yeah, 
I said Sergey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Anyways, we gotta we gotta figure <laughs> out where uh, BG's gonna be behind you next. So Okay. <laughs> actually, though, BG, where do they find you at? And where do they find uh, Cry Plat? Uh, you can find me at BGK Hip Hop on all social media platforms. You can find them at Kids Gap and Playgrounds across Edmonton. Ooh. What's he doing there? He's just scoping. I'm picking out. him up. BG's the only guy al- that's legally allowed to speed through a school zone. <laughs> right, but where do they find any you any there? playground BG goes to? You want to talk about probation. rewriting jokes? There's <laughs> Listen, a, syndicated shows coming Bible, after him man. for you all the jokes that he me. stole off them. <laughs> Who? Never mind. Where, where? Crapo, where do they find Stick you at? Where do they find you at? Find me on the block. Yeah. Find me in your girlfriend's bed. No, just search Crapo K R Y P L E on anything, man. Yeah, I got music videos, Instagram, Facebook, oh, Twitter. I don't well, okay, Twitter, before before we leave, because we'll actually cut it off. Um, you got any new projects coming out? What's going on? We didn't even talk music, which I no, actually we really appreciated. Uh, we got um, I got a bunch of singles and videos that I'm putting out. Yeah, I don't have an album or anything I'm working on. I'm just kind of like doing singles, and once they start to gain a lot more traction and do some well, then I'll probably put a project together. But yeah, I'm just working on a lot of just solo stuff, just focused on myself right now. And any shows coming up? Not right now, no. no. Any, uh, I just did a bunch. I just did a few tours, and yeah. maybe in the to end towards the end of the fall, I'd like to do another little short run or something. But were, were these Doom Squad tours or Kripal tours? It was just Kripal. Uh, we did Doom Squad with uh, Yellow Wolf. Yeah, but then I did Kripal with uh, Lil Windex and Mercules. You were on tour with Yellow Wolf? Yeah. Nice. It was sick. We only did a few shows, but it was stoke. He, bro, he's the coolest artist I ever met. I met a lot of artists over time. You just kind of do that in the yeah, industry. Do, but yeah. like after every show, he'd just want to go drink at whatever bar was closest to the venue. Fans there or not, doesn't matter. Like we just got lit. Had a lot of good combos and shit. Got a lot of good. We had a day off in between the Calgary and the Saskatoon show. So I, uh, me and Greg just ended up going to the bar to have some drinks, and he just ended up coming there. We stayed there for like nine hours. We just literally got chopped st- it up. We just got wasted, bro, and we just chopped it up for like nine hours, just hanging the three of us with Yellow Wolf. That's hilarious. Yeah, he's a super cool guy. Crazy. Man. Gave us a lot of insight and just like cool industry tips and just like random shit. Like, gave us a really big insight to like him and Post Malone's little beef that they got. That was pretty cool. Just to, like, hear oh, the in, get the in, inside, in, the ins and outs of like what really is going on and why that shit happens. And like, yeah, so like, yeah, I don't know. I'm just like refraining from the Doom Squad stuff for a bit. Just, just more focusing on myself. Yeah. Not that anything was wrong with it. Like those are still my brothers. I love them. Yeah. Make sure you go check Nine Lives and Trips' new movie. They got videos coming out soon. Trips, Trips got, got some crazy shit happening here. Yeah. Nine Trips. Trips about to be famous. Yeah. Nine. Same thing. Trips is about to take over the world, bro. He's about to be. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. Trips is. Yeah, I don't know what Trips is. I. Okay, this is a cra- crazy experience that I had. Is Trips took me to the place where he wrote the album. He sat back. He lit one up. Passed one to me. I was like, I didn't smoke it though. And then you're lying, and you tap me. You're lying. Yo, Stripes does this all the time. He smokes. He smoked me with every single one of us in our group of friends, and then lies to every single one of us and says he doesn't smoke. So he tells me he doesn't smoke either. Yeah. So here's I what with him about I smoke three times. We never happened. Too. So <laughs> never happened. What ended up happening? Happened. No, no, no. Okay, this was really cool though. He we kicked the oh, chairs. Oh my mama, this happened. We we kicked the chairs back, and he just played his his whole project front to back, and like I think I had to cry. I don't know what I was like. No, like I was like overwhelmed with like the weirdest emotion. I I couldn't put my finger on it, but it was like he's like coming. He up. wrote it here. He and embraced he himself, you- bro. That's yeah. like yo. We've been trying to tell Trips to sing a lot. I think everybody's been like, you should do more singing. Yeah, you should do more singing. And he always wanted to be the rapper, which is fair. Like whatever hard, you want too. to do, he does, yeah. and he's great at it. So it's like 
you can't tell a man what to do with his creativity and you can't force somebody to do something they don't want to do. Yeah. But he went to school and then whatever clicked when he was in that school, bro, it clicked for himself and that's how it needed to happen naturally. Yeah. But that's how you got this project. If you probably would have tried to get him to make the same album a few years ago, you wouldn't have done it. It wouldn't have as much passion. It wouldn't have as much substance. It just wouldn't have as much like trips in it as it should. Yeah. But I think he made like, in my opinion, the best album to ever be made in our city. I think so and I'll, too. And I'll go above that too. Like I think this is like, it's good. Work. Just it's one of the fucking best product I've ever heard. Like I think so insane. too. Yeah, he created his own music genre, Almost. or something. It's, it's I don't like, know. His style. He created his own lane for sure. Like it's definitely him. Like you can't, you can't put. A, I can't a compare it. On, yeah, exactly. You can't compare. It I can be like, stuff. oh, it sounds a little bit like. I'm like, I don't know what this sounds oh, that's like. Trips. Yeah, that's it's trips. just trips. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. And the, like he shows his range so well in that project. Yeah, you should do that. You should come by my house one of these days. I'll show. You. I got like fifty songs. Yeah, let's do just it. Sit and I'm like down. We'll just sit. We'll just yeah. We won't smoke any weed. And we'll just well, you'll smoke it. But anyways, um, you're such a liar. Man. Oh well, uh, <laughs> shut up. Man. Yeah, you can't. You don't even know what he has for breakfast anymore. No. no. Yeah, but anyways, um, <laughs> that's where we're at. So you're just focusing on yourself. Apple cider vinegar and a fucking shot of whey protein, probably. That's true, actually. Uh, yeah, I don't think so. Sometimes you'll ask him what he has for breakfast. He says he has shot of whey protein but he had scrambled eggs you just never know what the fuck is going on with him he sometimes comes in he says hello I don't know if he's leaving or not <laughs> I got a wild life Steve Andeast got a wild life I do it's crazy I, you should do a whole podcast on my life you know see what's yeah. really good boys let's do it let's talk man yeah. no 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 not right now need a friend bro I do right now who actually. hurt you yeah. uh, it's myself self inflicted I like these socks bro thanks you like that yeah. Sick with it, man. I know, I'm here. But yeah, uh, I think that's an episode. Hey. I think that's an episode, yeah. So we got uh, BGK, Kripal, hey. Cameron Barkey, Steve Van Dees, Russell DePeel. Yo, shout uh, out to the Thought Exchange for having us out, man. Yeah, and that was awesome. Thanks, DXC guys. Show. Yeah. Go Go check out my music. Yeah, take care. See you guys next week.